Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday, September 25th, 2016, and you're tuned in to a special Sunday evening edition of the Missy Show. We're your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm going to be flying solo again this week because Dee's still having to work some late days and weekends through the end of September. So hopefully next Saturday, since it will be October 1st, she'll be able to join us for our first October Pet Spooktacular episode of 2016. So really hope she's back for that. I think she will be, but, um, but yes, she told me to let you guys know she misses you all and she wishes she could be here, and, you know, as soon as she gets all this September year-end stuff out of the way, you know, she'll be able to breathe again and hopefully return with us. Um, now, I decided to switch today's episode from yesterday to today because I was feeling somewhat under the weather yesterday and didn't feel like I really had all the research that I wanted to cover today's topic. Um, which also led to the rescheduling of our special fall episode that was due to air today at 10 a.m. Um, I was going to do both of the shows today, but um, apparently Blog Talk Radio won't let you post two episodes for the same day, or at least they won't let you do it in advance. Um, I might have been able to schedule one after the other one ended because I guess maybe I could have done the 10 a.m. one, and then after it went off, maybe it would have let me still schedule this one, but since I wasn't sure, I just opted to reschedule both of them. So our show will air next Sunday at 10 a.m., and hopefully by that point, Dee may be able to join us after all anyway, because I know she really wanted to do that fall episode with me. That one is where we won't necessarily be focusing on animals or pets, but the topic will be about fall recipes, fall fashion, fall shopping, all things fall. Another thing I want to put out there, um, right now the rain is coming down, so we're kind of having another one of these um, afternoon showers that we sometimes get in this neck of the woods. So um, right now, no thunder, no lightning. There was some kind of rumbling a little earlier, but I always just like to let you guys know if anything happens, if the weather does get kind of severe since we're doing these episodes on the phone, I might have to cut it short, but I'll try to let you guys know ahead of time. But if you just hear a little click or something, then just assume that there was a, a loud rumble or something or a big strike of lightning and I just had to get off. Um, if that does happen in the middle of the episode, um, I don't know if I will reschedule this one. Probably what I would do is I will just do an in-depth blog right up on it, you know, um, if I'm not able to finish it. But hopefully the worst of it will hold off so I can get finished. Okay. Um, and I promise I'm going to be getting the episode descriptions for the Pet Spectacular episodes up soon because I really don't have any other choice because our first one is Saturday anyway. Sorry, I got behind again. Um, that may actually occur this evening if the weather isn't too bad to, like, really be on computer and stuff. I kind of don't like to deal with electronics when, you know, lightning and thunder are really bad. But um, I may actually get that up this evening. If not, um, just be sure to check out our blog talk site or check our blog page, you know, in the next few days. But it should be up. Okay. Today's topic is Down syndrome in pets and other genetic abnormalities. But before we get started, I want to give out the answers to Friday's fall pet trivia question. The first question was, 
when does autumn officially begin in the northern hemisphere? The answer is fall begins with the autumnal equinox September 22nd and 20, or 23rd. If you're in the southern hemisphere, the autumnal equinox is March 21st or 22nd. Fall always ends with the onset of the winter solstice beginning December 21st or 22nd in the northern hemisphere and June 20th or 21st in the southern hemisphere. Our last questions are still fall-related, but they kind of tie back in more with animal topics. Okay, so the first question is, who is the patron saint of animals, and when is this person's feast celebrated? The patron saint of animals, and I found this interesting. I didn't know this myself. I didn't know there was a patron saint of animals. But the patron saint of animals is St. Francis of Assisi, and his feast and the blessing of the animals occurs annually on October 4th. I'll actually post more about the blessings of the animals on on October 4th on our blog. Um, if you like these pet trivia questions and you'd like to see more, always check out our blog, uh, blog site at she'sautority.blogspot.com. If you want to join in today's conversation, you can call in at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she's authority. Links from information used in today's episode can be found after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash Missy Show. And the thunder's getting a bit louder, but like I said, I'm going to try to roll with it as best I can. Um, now on to pets with Down syndrome and other genetic abnormalities. Okay, when I, was, um, when I came up with this episode, I came up with it, you know, based on something I saw about Kenny the tiger, which is supposed to be the first tiger with Down syndrome, and I didn't, I, I only read a little bit about it, but I found that fascinating, and I was like, well, I, I want to know more about this, so I decided to do a show on it, but I've kind of come to find in the research, I don't think that animals truly have Down syndrome, um, not in the sense that human beings have it. They can have, of course, they can have genetic abnormalities. They can have chromosomal defects just like humans can, but not in the same sense, in the same way that we can have Down syndrome because they don't have the same number of chromosomes. But first off, what exactly is Down syndrome in the first place? And, and so I'm just going to give you a definition as far as um, for human beings first. Um, it, first off, it's one of the most common genetic birth defects. Um, normally, each cell in the human body contains 23 pairs of chromosomes, which contains the genetic material that determines all our inherited characteristics. We receive half of each chromosome pair from our mother and the other half from our father. Individuals with the most common form of Down syndrome, trisomy 21, have an extra 21st chromosome. Um, and no one knows exactly why this chromosomal error occurs, but they think it might be related to the age of the mother. Mother, older, the mother, the chances are supposedly increased, but then they actually say more women who are under the age of 35 have more babies with um, Down syndrome because, in general, uh, more children are born to younger women anyway. 
But that is just basically a rundown of what Down syndrome is in humans. Um, when you look up uh, Kenny, the, Kenny the White Tiger, um, you'll see a couple of different things on the Internet about him having Down syndrome. But as I researched more about Kenny, um, he does not actually have Down syndrome. Some other sites I ran across say uh, that's kind of misleading. What really kind of caused some of Kenny's uh, genetic abnormalities because he looks very different than your typical tiger. He almost looks more like a bear in the face, but you can kind of just clearly see some of the differences. It's like body-wise, he, he looks the same as any other tiger. But for one thing, white tigers are very rare anyway, but there's a demand for white tigers just because they're rare. Anything that's rare, people just, the, the demand for it goes up. So Kenny seems to be more a result of things that um, I don't want to say went wrong with him, but the gen- genetic abnormalities with Kenny seem to be a result of inbreeding. Um, on this particular site, um, let's see, Kenny was uh, he was living in fields at a private breeder in Arkansas, but because of his obvious deformities, he wasn't pretty enough to sell, and the breeder called Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge to get rid of him. Um, let's see. Uh, it was apparent that Kenny's looks were unsurprising, unsurprisingly the result of generations of inbreeding. So basically with the white tigers, you know, because they're so rare and I, and I guess there's more of a demand for them and you can sell them for a higher amount, they'll end up mating a brother and a sister to, to try to create, they'll take, you know, um, two white tigers and they'll make them, but they're so close in relationship with the inbreeding, just like a human being do that, it's more likely that the um, offspring are going to have genetic abnormalities. And just about all white tigers end up with some type of genetic abnormality because they say they only occur in the wild. It's very rare that you would see a white tiger, but if, if a white tiger did actually occur in the wild naturally, most of them wouldn't have survived anyway due to their color, and they would have just died out. But um, human beings have decided to try to, you know, make more of them. So that kind of, you know, brought about some of his um, health issues due to that. And Kenny also had a brother named Willie. Now, Willie is a typical orange tiger, and he was also rescued with his brother. But uh, Willie, Willie looks more just like a typical tiger, but Willie's eyes are completely crossed. Um, and actually, this kind of led me to another subject that I don't know if I really want to get into here or I would rather just do a whole separate topic about it because I'm realizing just how much a problem that inbreeding can be and not necessarily just with tigers but, you know, other species because this inbreeding causes these animals to have so many more health problems. Their um, lifespan is greatly shortened. Um, But with Kenny, you know, if you look online and you just type in animals with Down syndrome, um, it appears that there are some other animals who people are kind of mistakenly saying that they have Down syndrome. But I think a better way to put it is that these are animals who have genetic abnormalities that may be the closest thing in, in animal terms of, of our human Down syndrome, but they don't literally have Down syndrome because um, they don't eat, they don't have the same number of chromosomes as human beings. So it's like... Um, 
an abnormality on their, let's see, on their 21st chromosome wouldn't be the same as it would be for ours because some of them don't even have as many um, pairs of chromosomes as we do, so it wouldn't be possible for them to have trisomy 21 anyway because they have different amounts of chromosomes. But just like any, any living creature, they can have gen- other genetic abnormalities. And sometimes genetic abnormalities don't even have to be physical things that you can see. So I, I can understand now how the title of this episode can be a bit misleading, but at the time when I was doing research, I was just seeing these different articles about animals with Down syndrome. Because in addition to Kenny, there's also an article about a kitten named Otto in Turkey, and it says that um, this kitten was diagnosed with Down syndrome. It says a 2.5-month-old kitten that attracted public interest in Turkey after a veterinarian diagnosed him with Down syndrome has died due to heart failure. The kitten named Otto passed away in Ankara on July 13th, the city's specialist cat hospital announced. Uh, Tarkin Ossetan, the vet who owns the hospital, told Daily Period which is the name of the newspaper, that the unexpected death with failure, which he described as one of the effects of Down syndrome. His condition was good in the morning. He was eating regularly, urinating and defecating as usual. There was no sign of illness or anything that made us suspicious. His condition suddenly worsened, and he had spasms in the afternoon. We urgently transferred him to the intensive care section, but we couldn't save him. We're very sorry. The vet had announced earlier this month that Otto was probably the first cat diagnosed with Down syndrome in Turkey. It's a very rare condition for cats. The size of his face and the structure of his forehead shows that he has Down syndrome. However, the diagnosis could not be verified as Otto, a stray cat before his adoption, died before blood tests on his chromosomes could be completed. Although all animals can have genetic abnormalities affecting their appearance and behavior, Down syndrome is widely considered a human-specific condition as it is caused by the trisomy of the 21st chromosome, which is only found in humans. Now, I mean, he was the cutest little kitten, and you can clearly look at his face and see that he looks different. His eyes are are set wider apart. You know, his his forehead area seems larger. Um, Now, in that article, they're claiming that this kitten had Down syndrome, um, so it, it's like you can get mixed results on the Internet, but I'm thinking that in the truest sense of what Down syndrome is for human beings anyway, animals don't have Down syndrome. They have their own version of some type of chromosomal abnormality. There's another cat. This cat is actually on Facebook, but this cat, they don't say that it has Down syndrome. His name is Monty, actually. And um, they just uh, described Monty, I think, is just having, um, let's see, um, he was born with chromosome abnormalities. So he also has the eyes set wide apart, just as cute as he wants to be, but you can clearly see that he looks different from your typical cat. Now, with Monty, they don't claim that he had Down syndrome, but I can understand, I guess, how people can compare that what's going on with animals to, to the Down syndrome in human beings. But I guess it's just different types of chromosomal abnormalities. Um, if you want to see Monty, um, he's on Facebook um, at Monty Boy Cat. So he, he's really cute. So you have to check him out. 
And I'll also post links to um, the little kitten Otto and Turkey so you can um, read more about him and actually see pictures of him. Um, let's see here. What else did I want to say on this subject? Because, see, there's even an article about Down syndrome and dogs, uh, causes, symptoms, expectations. And it's like if you go on reading more about it, um, it's like there, there are mixed results. In some ways they're saying, no, that there is no Down syndrome uh, in dogs or it can't really be proven, you know, and that basically the main thing is they just have different chromosomal abnormalities because um, there's actually two sites. There's a site here that talks about some of the different chromosomal things or just genetic abnormalities within cats that you can look out for, and there are there's a lot of them. Um, a lot of these conditions you can't even you can't even pronounce. Um, I was looking for some of them that are familiar to us. Uh, they have uh, poly, polydactyl cats, and I think that just means they have an extra toe on each foot or, or on at least one of their feet. Um, they can have they can have spina bifida. That can be something with cats. So there are some things that we have as human beings that animals also have too. Something called Burmese head defect. Um, they can inherit deafness. Um, let's see. A lot of these, I think I just butcher how to pronounce them, but there are a lot of different um, genetic abnormalities that can go on with cats. But just the, the thing which you have to keep in mind, just like with human beings, there are things that can just be internal that you don't necessarily see on the outside. Um, then there's also a site devoted to the different types of things that be going on with dogs because dogs have their own um, types of genetic disorders. And, and I'm sure cats and dogs share some of the same ones. Um, let's see here, some of the disorders with dogs. Um, they can have hemophilia, you know, which humans can have. They can have lymphedema. Uh, that's some of the inherited blood disorders. Um well, once again, a lot of these, it's hard to even pronounce. There are a lot of different cardiovascular disorders. They can have mitral valve dysplasia, which humans can have. Of course, they can have diabetes, hypothyroidism. So so when you think in terms, um, all of them don't have to be chromosomal abnormalities. Some things are just, just things that you can inherit. Just an, um, I guess it, it's not something that you're going to see just on the physical level, but it's still things that can be life-threatening or can cause your pet to be very sick. But um, but I just thought it was interesting in terms of, you know, what was really going on with Kenny more so than him being supposedly um, a, a Down syndrome animal, that, that he is actually the victim of inbreeding. And as I was reading more about what goes on with inbreeding, it was causing me to become more and more angry. So I was trying to figure out whether I wanted to more on that part now or whether I would rather do a whole show just devoted to that perhaps um, in November. Um, but you guys, yeah, you have to see these pictures of Kenny. Um, and I think Kenny passed away in 2008. He actually lived to be 10 years old, which I think they said that normally um, tigers can live to be 20 or more years old. So, of course, it's lifespan was um was cut short, you know, due to his health issues. Um let's see here what else I wanna say about Kenny. Um uh with his short snout, broad face and obvious dental issues, most people wouldn't immediately recognize Kenny as a tiger. 
Willie, an orange tiger who was rescued with him and likely his brother, had completely crossed eyes. While breeders and the zoos and entertainers that use them paint white tigers as an endangered species in need of conservation efforts, that story couldn't be further from the truth. White tigers are not a species. They're not endangered. They're not in the wild, that's told the dodo. That's the name of the site. Um, there are so many misconceptions about white tigers. According to Bass, a white tiger hasn't been seen in the wild since the 1950s when a light cub was found with a family of normal orange tigers. The person who found him was intrigued by the natural color variation, so he stole the cub away from his mother and siblings. Today's white tigers are all descendants of that original white tiger, she said, and are the result of countless generations of inbreeding needed to get the double recessive gene that gives tigers a white coat. They're not normally found, Bass explained, noting that a white tiger likely couldn't even survive in the wild because they stick out too much. In order to get that color, breeders have to breed tigers over and over again to get that gene to come forward. The result of that inbreeding is tigers like Kenny, whose parents were likely siblings, and he's not alone. The population as a whole has been remarkably damaged by decades of inbreeding. Bass said that virtually all white tigers have crossed eyes, even if you can't see it. Their optic nerves are crossed and a host of other medical problems. They don't live as long as other tigers, she explained. They have kidney problems. They have spine issues. Many white tigers also have cleft palates, including one who lives at BCR. Our white tiger, Zabu, has a missing upper lip, and it looks like she's always smiling, Bass said. Because white tiger litters are usually so damaged most often and the orange siblings they're born with can't be used by breeders, usually they have so many health problems they're not pretty enough to be in a Las Vegas show, Bass said. Uh, white tigers are a staple attraction in Vegas. While Kenny's deformities are more apparent than other white tigers, it's unclear whether he's truly exceptional or whether he was just one of the lucky ones to escape. To get that one perfect, pretty white cub, it's one out of 30, Bass explained. What happens to the other 29? Euthanized? Abandoned? Who knows? Unfortunately, breeders and the people who buy white tigers continue to spread the myth that they are an endangered species and need conservation or that it's beneficial to breed them, which keeps the profitable industry going. These are not a species. They're not endangered. They don't need to be saved. They shouldn't exist, that's it. Breeders and owners are duping the public into thinking that they need conservation and paying money to see them. But at least Kenny's story had a better ending than most. While some media outlets have mistakenly reported that Kenny had Down syndrome, um, McCormick said the playful tiger appeared to be mentally normal. Um, he acted like the rest of them. He loved enrichment. He had a favorite toy. He ran around in his habitat. He ate grass. He just looked kind of silly. Everybody loved Kenny, she added. Um, he had a great personality. He loved all the keepers, loved all that animal care staff. Unfortunately, like many white tigers, his life was a short one. While tigers can easily live to be more than 20 years old in captivity, Kenny died in 2008 at 10 years old after a long battle with melanoma. It's unclear if the disease was a result of his breeding. Um, McCormick said that while Kenny's clearly a poster boy for the problems with white tigers, she hopes he can teach a broader lesson as well. 
Tigers in captivity, especially in the private industry, just aren't genetically pure. The problem is privately owned exotics in captivity. It's best to stay away from zoos or other facilities that own white tigers as they're almost always disreputable. The American Zoological Association, the foremost zoo accreditation group in the country, has outright banned members for breeding from breeding white tigers. If you'd like to help rescue white tigers and other animals like them, you can make a donation to Turpentine, Creek, Wildlife Rescue, or Big Cat Rescue. So, I mean, that was really eye-opening for me because, you know, I was going on here, you know, kind of just looking for, you know, okay, well, how did he get Down syndrome? What happened? Did he get it in the same way that, you know, and it, it turns out that he really didn't have it. And probably a lot of these animals, not saying that every animal that has some type of chromosomal defect, it has to do with um, with inbreeding because he, as they were saying with Kenny, he may not have even had any type of chromosomal defect. He, he just had um, deformities just simply because of the inbreeding. It, it may have not had anything to do with him having any extra chromosome anywhere or something like that. Um, so I guess basically... The lesson here is you can have animals with um, the same type of mental or physical disabilities as human beings. Some, they can have like spina bifida, some things just like us, and then they have some of their own genetic abnormalities that we may not have and we may have certain things that they may not have. But um, you just have to understand that it's so many different reasons. Some, some things could be due to inbreeding, like in Kenny's case, and then some of it is just, you know, just like how things happen with human babies, where they're just born that way. It was just an inherited trait like spina bifida or something. Um, so it can just be different things. So who knows? I may decide to do something just on inbreeding since this appears to be a problem, a bigger problem than I thought. Um, you know, we already know it's it's taboo with uh, people, but, I, you know, I was learning, I was reading more and just about even dogs and, how sometimes you have to be careful with pure breed dogs, and they do it with dogs, and um, I suppose with cats too. So it could be a major issue. So that could be that could be one of our um, November episodes for sure. Um, I'll be getting those posted. I guess I need to focus on October first, um, but I'll be uh, if not getting them because you can only um, put them on blog talk so early in advance. So I will be at least. Um, coming up with the November and December episodes, but so pretty soon I'll have all of them for the rest of the year and kind of thinking about what direction we want to take for the um, upcoming 2017 year. But um, this upcoming Saturday, October 1st, if we do not have to, you know, change the time in any type of way, we're going to be focusing on um, crop circles and um, cattle mutilation. So it's like who's responsible. So that one should be really fascinating. Um, I think I'm really going to enjoy doing the research on that. And like I said, I really hope Dee is able to um, come back and join us because I know last year I think she kind of ended up missing out on like the last two Pet Spectacular episodes because I think she was out of town. Um, and we're already going to be short of two this year because we won't have one for the, I think we won't have one for the, 15th, and we won't have one for the 22nd, but I'm still thinking about kind of um, inserting two more to make up for those, maybe on a weeknight. It, it just depends on, you know, what's going on, but sometimes you're getting off from work at a certain point, and then um, 
with the plan of blog talk that I have right now. It's like if you don't catch that window where you get your show in by 530, you can't do another one until 10 at night and stuff. So, But, but the, it might be a possibility maybe, you know, a Friday night here or there in um, October. Who knows, maybe a Sunday in the daytime episode, you know, like um, for our fall special. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I made it. <laughs> it's like the thunder kind of just stopped. It's still, like, really overcast outside. But um, the worst of it, I think it just sort of chilled out. So that's good. I'm still here. No lightning. Um, but be sure to join us next week about the crop circles, cattle mutilations. Um, we air at 5 p.m. Central. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a safe upcoming week, and just be sure to check out um, the blog post at she'satorty.blogspot.com, and I promise I'm going to go ahead and get the October episode scheduled, get the episode descriptions for you guys very, very soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks again for listening, and bye.